When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. Emily, how are you over there? I'm roaring. She's roaring over there. Now, I I think original, original, you're the roar. She took part of the war. It's kind of a, she kind of, it's almost a a tribute to you every single morning. Oh, no, I've given Emily full carte blanche (laughs) to do the roar. I've said before, Emily's roar is adorable. And it was for this time of year because it was for the Genesis Invitational because you say, you feel the roars of Genesis Invitational. (laughs) Now, if if I'm right. Emily mentioned earlier in the week you are suing her, correct? She did get some type oh, of paperwork. Yeah, we just can't talk about it there. So yeah, you're adorable. going after yeah, her. It's adorable, and seeing her replicate this in court as I sue her is going to be more adorable. It's adorable, and I'm like, suing her. Jorge, how you feeling over there? I'm good, man. Voice is coming back, hopefully, but it's going to go again. It's gone on Monday by the time Monday. Sunday afternoon comes. All right, so you guys know uh, Travin mentioned it yesterday. He is gone. Uh, another baseball game for Michael, so he's uh, doing some traveling. Vegas, I think, right? I think yes. he's in Vegas. Oh, yeah, sure. Baseball game yeah. in Vegas on ASU okay, Championship here's, weekend. Here's what he told me, and I'm going to believe him on this one. He's like, Al, I'm nowhere even near the strip. Like, it's not what you're thinking. Oh, sure. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take his word for it. As you can tell, Emily, not uh, not does not as believable for okay, Emily. Okay, here's where it is 100% believable. Okay. Vegas is going to be an absolute zoo, it being the championship weekends for the NFL. Yeah. Travis hates people. Travis does true. not want to be around that many people. Yeah. Like, yeah. He likes, say, the alcohol that's mm-hmm. in Vegas, but you mm-hmm. can get alcohol anywhere. Yeah, like you don't have to. You don't have to leave the state to get alcohol. Well, I I don't know if you know, Travis turned a lot of pages since January first. So <laughs> he has he's eating a lot better. I mean, we went to Olive Garden, and the guy probably on his own just consumed, I'd say maybe three hundred calories, while me and Jorge combined had twenty six thousand calories. So and that was just the breadsticks. That was just the breadsticks. He's not eating as much. He's exercising a lot, and something that you don't know. He's also out a lot in Vegas a lot more. So he could be at a day club tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if he's at he's some at pool. pool. Yeah, he's just fist bumping at the, cool, at the pool. He's got, he's got a whistle uh, Imagine around. if we saw Trav. There's just a video on Twitter. It's Trav fist pumping in, uh, he's in a pool. He's wearing one of those rash guards, though, because he has to do that. Uh, just protect himself. No, 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 no. Travis is going full shirtless. He's baby. going full shirtless, but he's either got the two floaties on or he's got the water Does around he have his waist. shoes on so he doesn't yeah. get I'm picturing him doing, like, leading one of those MTV beach party, pool party type thing. Yeah, exactly. Parker, relax, man. Parker's like he's already at the club. Parker's ready to go there. This is Travis. So Travis has churned kind of a page, and this that's what Travis you can expect from Travis. This is Travis' midlife crisis. He's becoming that guy in Vegas. His kids are just like, what is this guy doing? What is he doing? Well, he's going to Vegas again. He's going to Vegas for the weekend. Okay, so um, quick little breakdown here. DeMarco Farr is going to join us at 11.15. We'll hit on all the NFL stuff. Obviously, uh, two big games coming up this weekend. Kind of curious how everybody's set up for the weekend, how nervous Jorge is going to be. We'll talk, talk all Lakers and everything else. Um, you did post-game show yesterday. Yeah. What was going on here yesterday? <laughs> That continued in the morning this morning. I just wanted to let you know, 
I'm one that if I come into the studio, I'm just going to just start throwing things away. What was going on here yesterday? I Was it a little odd to you? I came in here last night, yeah. and because I've been listening to the station, because I knew I was going to be on today, and, and I like to often really pay attention to the entire day of programming before I'm coming in, just because I want to see, like, okay, if there's a little any... idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, if there's yeah. a vibe, Any bits across. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. continue Something the bits. Like that. I want to yep. carry out the vibe. So I knew that it was Michael's birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Michael Thompson turned Or they whatever. were celebrating it yesterday. It's going to be on the road trip, which right. is why they did it. They brought in some cake. Right. So they brought in some cake. I think Tropicana. Mike. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was some type of tropical cake. I, mm-hmm. I heard Michael mention pineapple in it, some rum flavoring going on. I knew there'd been a cake. Yeah. I come in last night. It's close to 10 p.m. Sure. Like, Michael had been in the studio, I don't know, no later than 4. That's, yeah, that's got to go across Ireland's the street. Over. Yep. This cake is still in here, like, six hours later. It's all mashed yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even like it was, like, properly, no. neatly cut and everything else. It looked like somebody had taken a fork and they were eating it by themselves and no, just no, no, went in. It looked like somebody had been feeding themselves from that cake directly using a shovel. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's right. this, or just their face. This cake was demolished. <laughs> it was in the kitchen this morning because I there was donuts and uh, the cake, and so I went in and I looked and I and the cake was there. I was like, that's odd. No, I don't think you're talking about the full cake or a it piece was, of. It cake? was. It might have been a piece of cake. It was like a okay. white cake that was. There was of, a piece of okay. cake in the kitchen, and what you didn't see. The full cake, full cake was in here, <laughs> boxed. The full cake was uh, in here, and it just kind of stayed. So when you left, it just kind of stayed for everybody. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I left it here last night after I did post game for the Lakers because yep. I'm not even a full time employee. I don't know if it's my place to move this cake. Like sure. I don't want to overstep any boundaries sure. or anything like you that. You move the cake and the alarm starts going off. You never or something. know. You don't know what can happen. <laughs> I'm not here every day. I don't know how they set up the I don't know how they rig the alarm system. For here all you knew basis. for all you knew, me, Emily, and Jorge were gonna have some cake this morning. I you had didn't no know. idea. Is the cake supposed to stay here? Yeah. I thought it was weird yeah. that it was still here. It was okay. really aesthetically unpleasing. So Travis and I have this thing and we come in, in the morning. Travis is pretty good at basically saying, oh, I just want you to know something. I'm going to clean my area. I don't care whatever the hell. I, I'm not here to clean up after anybody else. First thing I did this morning, took a photo. I said, Trav, look at the studio. Trav's response is like, what the hell is going on in the studio? I immediately took that cake. God bless America. Michael, happy birthday. I don't know who left it in here. That thing was gone. I was ready to basically come in with a cleaning crew this morning and just take care of it. Now, a full cake. In, just in here. I was going to say, just to make sure that everybody knows I'm keeping up my end of this bargain, you are sitting in the seat that I was in last night for the post game. Yeah. That area was clean. Clean. And I even ate last night. I no ate problem. a little bit, but I still cleaned up after myself. No problem. I had a piece of salmon this morning right here on the, <laughs> on the desk. I didn't even bother getting a plate or nice. anything else. Nice. <laughs> em, I'm seeing one of your uh, movies this... Uh, actually, I'm going to see it later this afternoon. Okay. Okay. You had given me... I had a list here, and I still have it here, of all the suggestions that you gave me. Yeah, American Fiction, Zone of Interest. Uh, uh, Book of Clarence. Book of Clarence, yeah. Who gave me, who who said First Night? What was I first, don't remember Oh, first that's night. the 90s movie, man. I told first you about night? that. Okay, that was, we talk about Sean Connery. That's what it was, so yeah. Sean Somebody Connery. told me go see First Night. That's right, it was you. Yeah, we're, but it's, it's, we're a, doing it's some a 90s okay. film. Okay, so we're American late. Fiction, Zone of Interest, and Book of Clarence. Um, 
I let uh, I let Michelle. Basically, she just kind of told me what we're seeing. I didn't Great. really have much of a say. So, American Fiction this afternoon. Okay, solid. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah. it's a funny movie. That's it's, what she was saying. She kind of gave me the premise. You gave yeah. me a little bit of a premise as well. If you guys haven't seen it yet, it's um a uh, 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 Jeffrey Wright's character writes. He's a writer. He's been writing books about like Greek mythology for a long time, and they're not selling because his publishers want black books. And he's like, black books means that you're writing about prison or whatever. So he's like, okay, I'm jokingly going to write a almost offensive book that these publishers want, and it goes viral. Like the stereotypical view of the quote-unquote black experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And so then it goes viral, and he's like, he has to kind of Play deal that. with that and his personal conflicts. Uh, it's I like very the funny. idea. Jeffrey Wright's great in it. Sterling K. Brown is also nominated for an Oscar for his role in that. Great in that movie. Shout out to Sterling, by the way. He and Brian graduated high school together. Yeah, okay. and now he's an Oscar nominated yeah, actor. No, a, I, I don't know Sterling as well as uh, Brian, but I've, I've known him since he was a kid. He's a great guy. Uh, he was from This Is Us, and he was yeah. also in the um, the O.J. Simpson yep. FX show. Uh, I think you'll Darden. like it. It's it's pretty. It's not too long. It's light-hearted-ish. That's kind of uh, what we were looking for. Because yeah. I was, look. Bone of Interest is a... You, you're not. It's not lighthearted. <laughs> I was going to say not a romp. I'm no. like, and I want to see Zone of Interest. Yeah, so do I. I just don't know if I want to see it today. Got to be like, the mood. There's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be. And even if you just got to know what you're walking into, I and say, I don't think really, we're looking for that. I don't know if there really is a quote unquote right mood. Yeah. For Zone of Interest, you just have to, like you said, know what you're getting into and just yeah. be in that frame of mind for. This is really heavy. Speaking yep. speaking of that, so I uh, when I went to see Zone of Interest, I saw it at the Vista Theater, which is uh, redone by Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. It's in Echo Park, and I saw that it was showing. I texted my friend who lives in Echo Park, and me and her go to movies occasionally together. I said, "Hey, would you want to go see Zone of Interest with me?" She's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And I said, "And she had a full background." Of so what it I is. said. Please Google it before you commit to coming with me. It's a good idea. So that you understand what you're watching. And then she still wanted to go see it with me. So we ended up seeing it. Um, and it was a full theater and silence after it's done. It's we Everyone stayed for the credits. Absolute silence. I, it's it's jaw-dropping. I remember when I was in college, there was a screening of Schindler's List on campus that I went to. And I mean, this was like on a Thursday night, which was the at biggest USC, party right? night at USC. And I remember before the movie... Just as people were sitting down, filing in, like, yeah. And did, the, did 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 you have kind of a, a ba you had a I full exact, background I knew exactly of what, was, what the okay. movie was going to be? Like mm -hmm. I, I knew exactly, but like you heard people talk about, yeah, you know, later we're going to be going out doing this, doing whatever. Like afterwards, everyone just silently shut it down. My brother filed out, shut it home. down. Yeah, you. No it's not like a let's get a drink after this movie kind no. of movie. It's okay. a uh, let me drive home silently kind of movie. That many college students just dead. Silent, sobered by what they had seen. Okay, so this is this was part of why we're seeing American fiction. It's we're we're talking about it. like hey, you know what? Let's go. Let's go have a drink on Friday. Let's go have some dinner. Let's go this, and then we're. And this was the this was at least a couple days ago. It's a movie that we wanted to see. I'm like, I don't think I want to do that and see that. I don't like that combination there, so that's why we changed American it American fiction will it. provide yeah. some funny things to talk about, like the the style of the direction that they went in with it. Um, and you probably recognize a lot of the actors in it. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Okay, um, we got Ask AK coming up at 1045. AK, is there like a... Is there a theme that you want questions to? Like, let me give an Fargo. example. Ask him about Fargo, please. Okay, ask about Fargo. Damn, that, the that TV might, show. That yep. might be a little niche. <laughs> well, because we did one with them, was Wednesday? 
Yeah, I think it was on Wednesday. And it was basically... Day after the Oscar nominations. Exactly, day after Oscar And it was a lot of it was movie-centric, Oscar-centric. I, mean, I, I can take those What to questions. do with theaters, things like that. I can, take, I can take food questions. I can take music questions. Obviously, I'd like to think I can take sports questions. Um, hit me up with whatever you want. I'm okay, sure. send them in. Um, you could send them to me, Emily, Jorge, and of course, uh, AK. Um, we were both at the game last night, and... We were, I think before the game started, we started talking a little bit about D'Angelo Russell, and it's like, okay, hey, this is interesting what he's got going on. D'Lo is absolutely balling. Let's spend some time talking about D'Angelo Russell, because you might be on a little bit, not an island, but there have been a lot of people over the last month or so, really since D'Angelo Russell signed his contract with the Lakers, it's like, hey, that's very tradable. So that's a conversation that always comes up. Is D'Lo playing himself potentially into the rest of the season with the Lakers. I feel like Laker fans are starting to change their tune. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show. Andy Kamenitsky in for Travis Rogers, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, ask AK coming up at uh, 1045. They're starting to send them in. And they, you know, they kind of create their own theme. We might have a recommendation on a theme, and they're like, oh, we got this. Well, I already said, man, hit yeah. me up with whatever. Got I'm, cake questions? Send them cake questions. I'm comfortable in whatever zone, man. Um, so w- watching the Laker game yesterday, if I, if I just said mm. this to you three weeks ago, if I said, hey, okay, there's a player on the Lakers, and I'm going to read you their stats, okay? And I'm just talking about, obviously, the offensive numbers. If I had told you that, yep, 19 points, 39 points, 29 points, 34 points, 27 points, 29 points, there's a 20 in there as well, which, which Laker player am I talking about? I'm thinking AD's just in the zone. Okay, right? Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, if I of of course the only other name that you'd point out there is, wow, LeBron's uh LeBron's making it happen. Wow, a thirty nine, a twenty nine, a thirty four, twenty. Okay, but that would be kind of the end of the conversation. When we can go any further. If I told you that over these three weeks, really the month of January, if you want to take the entire month of January, 
There's a Laker averaging 22 points a game that's shooting over 50% from the field. That's basically shooting 50% from the three-point line. I think it's 49%. And then still dishing out his six dimes or whatever the case is. And I said that was D'Angelo Russell. I think most Laker fans would say, what the hell are you talking about? D'Angelo Russell has been excellent over these last few weeks. And and listen, I get it. Some people are going to um, make the case, yeah, but what's the Lakers' record? Okay, you're not wrong. I'm, I'm not telling you that D'Lo started going off and the Lakers are 8-2 and two over a 10-game stretch. But D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, if we want to complain about D'Lo for his inconsistencies, and I don't really know what he's going to get night in and night out. Basically, since he's been put back into the starting lineup, I think that's maybe seven, eight games now. AK, he's been unbelievable. Why all of a sudden is D'Angelo Russell doing what he's doing? He's always been a streaky player. I mean, D'Lo's been maybe not the highs of this height, Mm -hmm. but in general, he's always been streaky. And that includes cold streaks, and that's the periods where Laker fans and fans of whatever team he's playing on, because he's been traded by every team he's ever played for. Think about that. Including, by the way, the Lakers. He's played for the Lakers. He's played for Brooklyn. He's played for Golden State. He's played for Minnesota, and he's here at the Lakers again. And all we've already talked about this year is, so are they going to trade him? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, D'Lo is hyper-aware of, I mean, he's handling it clearly extremely well right now, but he's hyper-aware of what the trade deadline means because... He knows that he can be traded because, again, the evidence is there. He's been traded by every single team he's ever played for. But when the streaks are hot, man, D'Lo gets on insane rolls. And they especially look insane because, A, the three-point shot just keeps dropping and he gets really fearless and he'll keep launching them. And they're not even, you know, some of the shots that he takes, I, I it kind of reminds me, if anybody's ever played pickup basketball and there's a guy at the gym that you're like, does the guy even jumping is even, but you get into this, like there's guys like this, that it's, it's almost looks so effortless. I don't need to get off the ground. I don't even need to get into a full motion. He's in that zone right now where it's, I, I, well, D'Angelo's game is pretty effortless looking in general, mm-hmm. which by the way, rubs a lot of fans the wrong way because there are a lot of, I've heard from them a lot. There are a lot of Laker fans who don't feel like D'Lo is either dialed in enough or engaged enough or he's just kind of got like a nonchalant attitude. LeBron actually talked about how D'Lo's body language, I want to make it clear, not saying his attitude, but like body language and style at times can feel like nonchalant. But what he's really doing is tricking a lot of defenders because like he can, he does not, he's not an explosive player, but he can change gears. And D'Lo's gear shift can actually be pretty jarring if you're looking to defend him and he's really good at getting you where he wants you alongside his body before mm-hmm. he shifts his gear. But the way he's playing right now, D'Lo, there's nobody on this team that I think raises the ceiling more than D'Lo. Like, I'm not counting LeBron and AD. They're the stars. But as far as guys around LeBron and AD, nobody on this team makes the Lakers look more deadly, more intimidating, at least offensively, than D'Lo. Nobody raises the ceiling more when he's mm-hmm. on. So I'm, I'm going to go back to, you know, you said that he's on he's on a heater right now. Everybody would agree. There's a, the conversation we've been having about D'Angelo Russell for really since the offseason, when you knew that he didn't have a, he had a no, he did not have a no trade clause. And 
the moment the Lakers signed D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, one of the things that kind of came out of that is like, hey, those are all tradable assets. But I think Austin Reeves was one of those where, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I mean, Reeves's deal is very tradable, but it's at such what's perceived as a bargain level deal. It's good value there. The, mm-hmm. It's interesting with, with Reeves. As much, I, I want to make it clear. I'm not proposing that the Lakers trade him. But the value of his deal, I think, can make it susceptible to overrate it or like overrate him as far as being untouchable or close to untouchable or wanting to keep him. I think sometimes the value of his deal can inflate what he's actually doing on the court. Again, he's very good. I'm not trying to take away from that. Well, he's had inconsistencies inconsistencies well, this year as well. well. Let me frame it this way, because this mm-hmm. is something I actually put out on Twitter at Cam Brothers and also in the comments, uh, the uh, community section of Locked on Lakers YouTube uh, page. Obviously, the podcast available five days a week. Yes, sir. You get your podcast. Yes, sir. Is it free? It is free. It's never behind a paywall, Emily. What? And there is, as uh, I mentioned video from component. the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's a YouTube component. I, just want to make, I don't want people going to Vimeo, like search, <laughs> searching for this podcast, not being able to find it. But I posed this question. If D'Lo and Reeves okay. were on the exact same contract, mm-hmm. same years, same money, would you be more inclined to trade D'Lo, trade Reeves, trade both? or trade neither. And there were still more people looking to trade D'Lo than Reeves, but I think framing it that way made it more of an interesting question. I I put this out, and I'm going to get your thoughts on what you think the percentage is. I would, if I, if I'd have put out a month ago, Hey, Laker fans, do you want to trade D'Angelo Russell? What percentage of Laker fans do you think would say, yeah, yeah, let's, let's move on. If you can go get some talent. Now, listen, we're, we're talking blindly here takes two sides to, you know, obviously put together a deal and you got to think about what the other side wants. But would you disagree with me that you're going to have probably north of 80% of Laker fans that are going to say, yeah, trade D'Angelo Russell. And I'm talking about a month ago, and I, I'd probably even say a couple weeks ago, that probably would have been the case. Absolutely. You propose that question now. I put that question up yesterday. What percentage of Laker fans do you think now are saying, yes, trade him? 60 Look, this I'm, I'm surprised. I, I was very surprised to see the results. Thirty-five percent of Laker fans think this is one poll that's up there, but it's let's just say it's close to fifteen hundred votes. Okay, thirty-five percent of Laker fans say trade him, mm-hmm. which means sixty-five percent of Laker fans all of a sudden are saying, "Wait, let's pump the brakes for a quick second. Uh, look, I, I would say this about D'Lo, and I think this is the most important thing. Is he just on a really, really good hot streak and a run? Um, how sustainable is it? If all of a sudden you're in the playoffs, do you start having some of those hesitations of, hey, D'Lo, you, you just start thinking about naturally that playoff series against the Denver Nuggets and you're saying, oh my gosh, this guy couldn't even stay on the court. They went right after him on defense, but more just as important as offensively, he just wasn't a weapon. He was missing some of those shots. I think that's just the question around D'Angelo Russell, but look how quick this changed over a couple of weeks because of his performance. D'Lo was legitimately terrible in that series against the West uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Against Probably, you, 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 I think you could play ten more rounds of against whoever. He's not going to play that bad, right? But he was legitimately terrible. He mm-hmm. has conceded that he was really bad. But if you look back at that series. There was a lot of focus on D'Lo because he's always been polarizing and he's always been a magnet for this stuff. And his struggles were most extreme, but Schroeder couldn't make a jumper. 
Mm -hmm. LeBron couldn't make a jumper. Mm -hmm. AD's jumper was eh. But yeah. in the meantime, AD was having difficulty finishing around the rim. Rui kind of went like this round around. Well, Rui from two. I I, mm -hmm. I know all this just because recently, this is something we talked about on Locked on Lakers, available five days a week anywhere you get podcasts. There's a YouTube component. Always free, never behind a paywall. But Rui's percentages from two were fine. But from three, they dropped. And Rui had been so hot during the playoffs in the first two rounds from behind the arc. So just shooting 33%. Feels like a big drop. Sure. My point being, D'Lo was a problem in the Western Conference Finals, full stop. But he was not the only one. I think he's remembered more as the only one than he actually was. And just something for people to consider. Okay. Um, I know we got a couple of people that want to talk about this. And then you guys can feel free to give your opinion. If your opinion is changing now on D'Angelo Russell, um, I know the the name that will continue to be out there until we get to February 8th, DeJounte Murray, that name keeps coming up. Um, we're going to spend a little time on that. So feel free to give us a call, 877-710-ESPN. Also want to do this when we come back. It was four years ago today, January 26, 2020, um, obviously the, uh, the tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, stay right here. Travis and Sleeva show 710 ESPN. Okay. I spent a lot of time doing this and it's one of, uh, it's kind of one of the things that, that makes sports so much fun. Um, if you don't know about prize picks, let me help you out here. It's the number one daily fantasy sports app that's out there. Uh, we got a couple big games coming up this weekend. So Travis always picks the NFL games. Me personally, I like going to the NBA. Uh, let me give you some examples. A couple games coming up tonight. <clears throat> Couple games coming up tonight. Chad Holmgren of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think it's a value pick. Fifteen and a half points. All you gotta do is pick more than or less than. Donovan Mitchell. 30 and a half points. I'll go less than on that one. Part of it has to do with the opponent. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Go on there and get chances to win some money while you're doing it. Uh, a couple things to keep in mind. Over 7 million sports fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. So join me, watch your favorite players, and get paid doing it. Last night, watching the Lakers game, taking on the Chicago Bulls. You're watching all the way to the end. You're like, is Anthony Davis going to get more than or less than? Is... Uh, DeMar DeRozan is going to get more than or less than. Those were the two guys that I played last night. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit of up to $100. All you got to do is download the Prize Picks app. Use that code 710. That's code 710 on Prize Picks for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Now, let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You ready for the weekend or what's the, I don't know what you're playing. We, we, we could spend a little time on this because I feel like everybody's got 
different game plans for I mean I'm clearing up Sunday Sunday it's like anytime you know I'm getting any conversation about Sunday I'm like yeah why don't we do that in the morning let's try to get that done before noon it's like uh, yeah wh- why what do you got going on at noon I just you know I want to keep Sunday open I want to keep it wide open there Lord's Day yeah it's it's <laughs> I'll probably actually go to church in the morning and Try to help Jorge out. Jorge's Jorge's going to be uh, the only one that's actually like nervous. This no, weekend. I'm not. Everybody's like, no. You're not I'm nervous. Not, no, man. I believe in, in in my team and Brock Purdy and all the weapons we got. Even like, if you don't good. have Debo Samuels, that's right. It's it's fine. Like we did it without him. I mean, they did it without him. <laughs> Debo's going to play. Yeah. Have you seen the yeah, record without Debo? It's pretty. Uh, it's yeah, pretty stark. It's, it's almost like he's a quarterback. He's essentially their TJ Watt. Like if you don't have Debo Samuel, you're essentially. Uh, but they beat the Packers, right? Without him, we're good. They'll be fine. Took sure. some effort. Yeah. yeah. Against <laughs> essentially a rookie quarterback. And against right, the Packers. Look, a win is yeah. a win, guys. Yeah. Jeez, leave him alone. Well, listen, that is that is the part. At the end He's of the day, all you got to do is move on. <laughs> and my quarterback. The, uh, and the Niners. <laughs> He's very defensive. Why are you getting mad? Because <laughs> you guys are getting me mad, man. I'm going to get out of here. Okay. Said by Jorge, who every single game for the Rams would go, you know, Kyron Williams, he fumbles the ball a lot. He fumbles the ball a lot. You know, Matthew Stafford throws interceptions. Yeah, he like, just okay, doesn't want it turned it on him. I don't like it here. I don't like it here. That's what Emily would say. I don't like it here. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that a lot. All right, let's take, let's take a quick call here. Uh, ben in Hollywood wants to weigh in on the Lakers right now and D'Angelo Russell. What's going on, Ben? Thank you for calling in. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first things first. Leave Jorge alone. I, I, I believe Tell him, in the 49ers, too. I'm not a Niners fan, but leave Jorge alone. Okay, sorry, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> Our apologies. But, uh, Tell him. You're good. You're so good. Anyways, I, I think I have an unpopular opinion among Laker fans. I want to keep the team how we have it. Don't trade anyone. I say, you know, we, we've had a tough beginning of the season. People have been hurt. You know, Vando's starting to play good again. He's, he's starting to look good from his ankle injury. Rui's starting to look good again. I think if we just keep the team how we have it, I think we'll do good. We got Cam Reddish, who's locking down defenders. Same with Vando. If we have him doing what he did last uh, playoffs, we'll go far. Gilo, if he shows up in the playoffs, I think we'll be good. And, and I trust Austin this year. I trust, you know, LeBron and AD. If they stay healthy, I think, we're, I think we got what we need to win this year. I want to trust what we've got, this, what we started the year with, and I think we'll be good. Ben, I appreciate you calling in. You know, I, I don't think he said – it's an unpopular opinion among Laker fans. I'll just say this with some of my interactions. Let me use Michael Thompson as an example. Michael keeps saying, Al, they have what they need. They, they don't need any more. All they got to do is just be healthy. They just got to make the playoffs and then go from there. Now, I, I'm not as bold on that statement as, as Michael may be. Um, but there is a little bit of, you haven't really got a chance to see a stretch. And part of it is because it's the Lakers' fault. Every time you feel like they're starting to build any momentum, here comes an L. Any time that you feel like, okay, hey, that looked interesting, the very next game, uh, let me use last night as an example. They look good against the Bulls. I know Chicago sort of made it close in the fourth quarter. The game was never in risk. Lakers looked great. No, it's just aggravating that LeBron and AD and D'Lo couldn't get Have to rest. play, sure, have to play. But are you surprised? The way the Lakers have been all this year, all season. That means they're going to lose tomorrow against Golden State there Warriors. There is quite literally nothing about this Laker team that would shock me mm-hmm. at this point. Like, if you told me that they could rip off a string of 10 wins, it might be surprising because of the consistency of 10 wins. Sure. but And I their could, inconsistency. Right, but yep. I could believe that they are capable of doing it if they went 0-10 over their next 10. I sure. could also believe they're capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. We have seen they are at full strength, 
capable of at minimum hanging with, if not pretty much beating every team in the league. We are also witness to them being able to lose and not getting out of the play in. Yeah. Uh, You know, just think about it. If they were a number nine seed like they are right now and you had to win two games to just make the playoffs, would you be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs because they won one and lost one on the road to get in? I wouldn't be surprised. What is discouraging, though, about what we've seen this year, even acknowledging a certain degree of injuries with the players surrounding LeBron and AD. Like, LeBron and AD have been pretty steady, but there's been guys in and out of the lineup. Yeah. This was supposed to be a continuation of what went really well post-deadline last year. Mm -hmm. And for a variety of reasons, some outside their control, some that I think have been self-imposed, Mistakes Darvin Ham has made, guys yeah. not being as incon- uh, consistent themselves. It has not felt like a continuation of what we saw last year, mm-hmm. which makes you wonder if either A, last year was them just getting hot at the right time, or for whatever reason, are they not finding the right focus, the right combinations on the floor, the right sense of urgency? Like mm-hmm. the urgency they dealt with last year, that's unfakeable. Like you can't fake what they were going through last year, even though you don't go eighteen and six or whatever their record was. You're literally not getting well, into the playoffs. Yeah, here, here's another thing too. Mm-hmm. Like they needed to play like the last twenty five games, basically just balls to the walls every single game. Mm-hmm. LeBron was absent for a lot of that, which on one hand creates an issue because LeBron does a lot for this team, he controls a lot of the offense. You need LeBron. But if you are looking to play at that type of consistent intensity and urgency, it can be easier to do that without Mm. LeBron at this stage of his career. That's uh, just the truth. We're going to talk. There's a lot more to talk about uh, around the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I I mentioned it, you know, and and if you're on Twitter at all today, obviously uh, a lot of um, a lot of reminders here. But four years ago uh, today. We lost uh, the tragic helicopter accident in uh, Calabasas. We lost Kobe Bryant, uh, Gianna Bryant, John Altobelli, Carrie Altobelli, Alyssa Altobelli, uh, Christina Mosser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Zobayan. Um, obviously, look, uh, it, it, a, a tragic, um, tragic, tragic day. And we're going to do something probably a little bit different. As, as the show goes, I, I do want to play... Kobe Bryant means so much, obviously, to the city of Los Angeles and and, and sports fans um, around the world. Some of the memories that we have with Kobe and some of the greatest moments of Kobe Bryant as a Los Angeles Laker, we want to sprinkle some of that stuff as we go through the day. But it's crazy, AK. You know, I I was thinking about this, and I'm sure you were as well. Um, Four years ago, you're like, wow, okay, four years ago today – I think we all kind of have a good idea where we are, where we were, what we are doing. And you were on air, not just that day, but for days in a row, yeah. um, myself included. It was kind of the same thing. The one thing I, I keep thinking about, which was, it was probably the most, I don't know if unique is the right way to put it, but the way everybody just started gathering around LA Live, yeah. right? Like everybody was looking for, I want a place to go. Where can I be with other Laker fans? That That's probably one of the, the moments that sticks out the most to me. I, I watched that from you know outside our window in mm-hmm. LA Live in, in the plaza, that just building in real time mm-hmm. and the people gathering. It was amazing to oh, see. Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. went out there at one point just to see it in person myself and like, 
you know, Quinn Cook, who was with the Lakers at the time, grew up absolutely idolizing Kobe. He actually showed up. That's right. Among yeah, I forgot all about the fans. that. Yeah, and he said it was just like he didn't know what to do with himself, and he was just so sad and you know just gut punched by of course, this. Of course, it felt like the right place for him mm-hmm. to be, and you know, great with Laker fans and Kobe fans. They gave Quinn space and respect and mm-hmm. didn't crowd around him and really just let him mourn like everybody else. It, it was it was really amazing to see like that formation, of course, and then all the murals mm-hmm. popping up around the city that still are there. Yeah, like all these murals still remain. I was in South Pasadena a week ago. Beautiful mural, mural right there. Every time I drive in, is it Hotel Fig over here? I think Hotel Fig has on the back one of the best, and it's the it's the uh, it's the younger Kobe with the fro. You know what I mean? It's just kind of cool everywhere that you go. Uh, you see the these. LA Times has an interactive map where you can go and visit the 24 or 24 of the murals that are around of Kobe. So if you uh, subscribe to the Times, yeah. you can look at it there. The, I remember 2020, you know, obviously a lot happened during the pandemic, including yeah, no. periods of unrest. And I, I noticed during that period where, you mm-hmm. know, there, there had been looting at times and destruction at times and th- things like that. None of the Kobe murals got touched. Yeah. And I I just noticed, like, A, respect. I think, B, people recognizing, like, you are overstepping a line Mm -hmm. if you do that. Like, you are putting yourself in physical danger if you do something like that. Like, it really spoke to what Kobe meant to this city. Of course. That all of those murals remained untouched. And those, by the way, those murals are not just in L.A. They're... Some of them international, oh, yeah. right? Then think about the the uh, the impact. Um, first off, the brand of the Lakers, but Kobe Bryant well, specifically. That's everywhere. It was that's like when, not just. It was in like LA. when Prince died. When mm. Prince died, it became an international event and remembrance. Um, okay, uh, we got uh, a couple things. So on the Kobe front, we're going to play some stuff as the kind of the show goes. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I haven't, some of these, you know, you almost forget about Kobe's final game playing those last couple of minutes. So we, we have all that stuff and we'll play it throughout the show. We want to celebrate his life. We want to celebrate yeah, his life, what yep. he meant on, to you on the court, uh, off the court, things like that. So we want to celebrate Kobe's life today um, throughout the show. Ask AK is coming up next. So send him in. I know we already got a lot of them, but uh, feel free to send him in. You can also uh, call in on the phone, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show, 710-ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
All right, uh, AK filling in for uh, Travis. Travis is in Vegas. Supposedly, he's not drinking. He's not partying. He's not doing anything. He's just being a good parent with his son and watching a baseball tournament. That's that's the story that he sold us on. Uh, so, AK, doing, we're doing a little Ask K right here. Feel free to uh, call in 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to start out here with Francis in Glendale. And you've done this enough before. I'm going to throw one. Emily will have one. Jorge, we'll hey, just hey, kind of hey, go people. around Robin here. Yeah, hey, party people here. Francis in Glendale says, whenever you see a number six Lakers jersey, there's only one right answer here, by the way. Do you think of Eddie Jones, LeBron James, or Adam Morrison? <laughs> All right. Off the bat, I just want to say, because the obvious answer is not Adam Morrison, yeah. one of my favorite profiles though that i ever wrote while i was either with espn or the athletic okay. was a profile i wrote of adam adam morrison after his final season with the lakers and just sort of the career crossroads that he was at mm. and not really knowing where things were going for him and i really liked adam so i just want to throw that out there because he you know took a lot of crap awesome. yeah. you know he's become like a punching bag and an easy joke and mm-hmm. i actually really liked adam the actual answer is eddie jones um, th- that's when I said there's only one right answer, yes. I thought I was going to be on an island by myself. If you ever want to know what my password is, you might want to start, you know, in any of my accounts, you might want to start with at least some sort of form of Eddie. Yeah. You know, Eddie, number six for me is Eddie Jones. I love me some Eddie Jones. It is, I, I'm not exaggerating when yeah. I say this because I've interacted with enough Laker fans mm-hmm. and like, and I was living in LA when Eddie Jones was a Laker. I was here for that stuff. I was a Laker fan for mm-hmm. that stuff. With him and Nick, yeah, him oh and Nick yeah, Nick yep. here, here for all of it. That's mm-hmm. that's actually the era that turned me into a Laker fan. It was like the early '90s. I didn't see. I, I never saw Magic win a championship. No. My era was basically '90s, start of the no, '90s. I mean, when Showtime, I was a teenager in St. Louis. Like you yeah. know, they didn't you didn't see a lot of Laker games. Sure, there. sure, sure. But like, there are still Laker fans mad that Love Eddie it. Jones got traded, sure. even though. Part of why they traded Eddie Jones yeah. was to clear more playing time for, for Kobe, Kobe. Which I <laughs> yep. think we can all agree that, that yeah, move worked out. That was probably a good decision. Okay. Yeah. Probably a good decision. But now. here's the thing, though. Yeah. You could have kept Eddie Jones. Like Kobe and Eddie Jones could have played together. Yep. Kobe could have been the three mm-hmm. with Eddie Jones at the two. Eddie Jones would have been great in the triangle. Was a game the uh, Lakers and the Jazz where Kobe shoots all the air balls. Mm hmm. And part of what we heard was Eddie didn't want to shoot the ball. So Kobe was like, all right, I got it. I'll shoot. <laughs> you know, Kobe, there was no hesitation from Kobe at age 18 or 19 Plus that the, he was going to shoot the ball. The other thing, too, was they traded Eddie Jones for the Glenn Rice. It was for Glenn Rice. Yeah. And even though Glenn Rice was part of the first of the three beat yeah. teams, that stint in LA did not go well. Yeah, you don't have to tell me the Eddie Jones and Laker fan. No, they, they love themselves I mean, Eddie they, Jones. Still to this day. Of course. They love of course. Eddie Jones. So number six, I'm surprised LeBron <laughs> got to wear it. It was Eddie Jones's. No, it was Jones's jersey. All right, so I got one from Ray Rubin. Shouts out to Ray Rubin. We met him one time when he came into the studio. That's right, awesome guy. Uh, so we went to Olive Garden earlier this week. I'm sure you're familiar with this Olive Garden. It's the Glass Olive Garden uh, in Mid City. So uh, yeah. it's it's a great yeah, Olive yeah. Garden, right? Okay. So when you eat the Olive Garden, what is your favorite part of the meal? Is it the salad, the breadsticks, your entree, or the alcohol? The breadsticks. Mm. 
absolutely. They're I, I love, I just love bread in general. Little like cheese sauce, we got it. Like yeah. really good bread. Yeah, she got the cheese sauce. I don't think I've had it with that specific cheese sauce before. Yeah, it's a lot of dipping going. Like in. here's how much I love bread. You know how like the <laughs> yeah, class, you know yeah, the classic prison meal is always described as bread and water. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, doesn't sound too not bad. bad. <laughs> like, <that just laughs> not sounds, too bad. It doesn't sound too bad. You okay, give yourself, yourself a nice sourdough, a nice little wheat. Well, know? answer if I had to answer the mm. same question there, and, and Jorge, you can do it because we're literally just there. Um, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna go. I got the tour of Italy, the entree, <laughs> that lasagna on the left hand side of mine. That's kind of that was my of everything that I had, and we had plenty. We had cal- calamari, mozzarella sticks. We did the warm donuts at the end, which by the way, those donuts, those Italian donuts, those were <laughs> they were that's second place. That's a close second place yeah. right there. I think I'm the going more cake, of the there. lasagna there. What what was your pick of everything? Uh the calamari. Calamari. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't had it in a while. And then when you're like, does anybody want lemon? I was like, you know what? Yes. Put a little Love lemon calamari. On it. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Put a little Good lemon stuff. on there. Yeah. Appetite. What was yours, Em? Uh, I like the margarita. The margarita is pretty great. So, <laughs> fab. Thanks, guys. She went alcohol. <laughs> she had some freaking colorful drinks over there. Did you? She, she got was the doing most it. colorful drinks in the menu. She That's was doing it big. Was. Like, what? What's the most colorful drink of the olive? It was bright purple. No, yeah. but like, what is it? Like, no, it's it? called the Sicilian Sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, as everyone knows, every Sicilian Sunset is bright purple. So I assume uh, there's some so. Chambord in there. It was it was just basically uh, New Amsterdam vodka and then like and food coloring and, <laughs> and pineapple juice and like pomegranate juice or something like that. Interesting. There's a Godfather. What do you got there? Uh, this one's from Big E. What is the weirdest thing you've uh, snuck into a movie theater? Weirdest thing I've snuck into a movie theater? Like my sisters and I snuck in hoagies. When you're <laughs> I was just gonna say no. I've done <laughs> it had that. Had to be alcohol, right? I, no, I've I've done a full sandwich, and it sounded like I was uh, you know unwrapping whatever. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine and I managed to sneak in an entire twelve pack into into a movie theater. I remember when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. My sister Claire snuck in a sheet cake. Her and her friends shared a <laughs> sheet cake for her friend's birthday sure. at the movies. You know what? I feel like though. My my basic rule with movie theater outside food is it should not be considered a violation if they don't sell it at the theater. Yeah, they don't sell cake So there. to me, you should not even have to sneak in a sheet cake. You should walk in proudly with that sheet cake because unless that theater happens to sell sheet cake, right. you're not violating any rules as far as I'm concerned. Like They should have had that thing out and proud. In a, okay. in, a, in a perfect just lights world. and candles and yes. sing happy birthday Absol- in the previews. Why do I feel like sneaking yourself into a theater before was a lot harder and it, you felt like you were committing a real, real crime? Like in high school, it was like, oh my, I'm sweating bullets. Now I feel like I just walk in and nobody even checks my ticket or anything. <laughs> Did they ever check your stuff back when you were in high school? Never. Oh, they used to check. Oh, really? Yeah. What was ours? Uh, like they usually check the tickets. AMC or something like that. Yeah, they would check tickets. Yeah, they but would check tickets. I think that every place but, checks tickets. But if I if I go from theater to theater, no problem. But if it was a premiere, yeah. they check your ticket. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it was a premiere. If it's like two weeks after it already premiered, then you're good. They you don't get paid the enough one. to care. The hell like is going most on people the, that the, work in movie theaters don't get paid enough to care. Wait, how the theater at Parkway Plaza <laughs> in El Cajon had was like basically it was like a it's like I was checking into a to Emily's point. At that salary, you're not getting into a confrontation. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just not. It's, I'm it is ripping not, the ticket, giving it back to you, and you're, you're on your own. You're on your own. Find your own. That theater. assistant manager is trying to be a manager, all right? <laughs> Show some Wait, respect. I have you. a question about the 12 pack. Was it all cans? Yes. Okay, yeah, because the bottles would make clink, clink. Oh, clink, okay. Clink. Yeah. This is not a movie theater, obviously, but 
years ago, I was in college, SC was playing UCLA at the Rose Bowl, and I snuck in those Mickey's Big Mouth grenades, like the glass bottle grenades. I, yeah. I was wearing like cargo shorts, yeah. and I had a bunch of them in yeah. my cargo short pockets. Mm -hmm. And as I was sitting down, like the game had not even started yet. As I was sitting down, one slipped out, shattered. Oh, Jesus. And there's an usher standing right next to me. Just shaking his head probably. Yeah, like, what are you doing? He started. It was funny, too, because I was already pretty drunk when I showed up at this thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm being like very, very polite about this, but he's telling me I got to go. And as I'm walking out with him, I'm like, look, man, please. I'm like, I, I don't even have my car here. I'm like someone else's car i have nowhere to do i'm just gonna be standing outside for like four hours can i please come back in finally we get to the like the gate he's like you know if i turned around and you weren't here the man really right nothing there. yeah there's really That's nothing awesome. i can do well except uh -huh. i was so drunk i didn't even understand what he was saying in the beginning i'm just like <laughs> did standing. you walk out no i was just standing there and he's like you know if i turn around and you're not here <laughs> There's really nothing I can do about it. And I'm just standing there. You're like, this, this is like, weird. Hey. He's like, dummy, go back inside, you idiot. All right, I got, I got you've it. Seen, you've seen the meme of the guy checking people that doesn't yes. even check? Yeah. Yeah, that was the guy who let him in with the yeah, two Mickeys. Exactly. Okay, I got a quick story. I'll tell it uh, coming back. Um, kind of similar to your story about sneaking. I got a buddy that just literally didn't fear the world, still doesn't, sneaking stuff into. Uh, no, it was the guy who was paying the rent. <laughs> who was also there with the couch guy, but it's right. close enough. All right, we'll do that coming up next. Plus, um, we got some uh, some interesting news that went down yesterday. Rams are losing an important part of their coaching staff. Um, can they potentially bring back a familiar face? And I want to get everybody's kind of set up for this weekend with these two NFL games going on. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN.